Welcome to Tales from Baja. I am your host, Dominic, with my co-host and wife, Adriana. Hola. We are here at Axinia, here in Valle de Guadalupe. Uh, it's one of the first wineries as you drive into Valle de Guadalupe from the northern portion of Valle. So if you are heading south from the border, going past Rosarito, you would hit La Mision, and you make a left, and you kind of weave your way into Valle de Guadalupe. And Aximia is one of the first wineries uh, that you will hit. Yes, and we'll confirm that with a with a, somebody that um, is a, a, a professional, uh, a special guest, a special guest <laughs> that can actually confirm all of these. Um, but yes, so we are at Aximia uh, Winery. And Alximia is spelled A-L-X-I-M-I-A. You can also follow Alximia on social media with the same handle, at A-L-X-I-M-I-A. They've got a lot of good photos. I've been looking at it um, this morning. Um, but we are here with the general manager of Alximia, Stephanie. How are you? Hi, guys. How are you? Good, good. Thank you for having Welcome. us. Yeah, no, Thank this you. is exciting. We're we're sitting uh, in the dining area. We're overlooking the vineyards. The vineyards are starting to look green. We were here about a month, month and a half ago, and you can definitely tell the difference from the growth of uh, of the vines. So uh, it's a warm day here in Valle. It is very warm. <laughs> um, it's nice because uh, it's. It's warm outside, but inside the winery, it's a little bit cooler, sure. and we have a little bit of air flow, which is so, so nice. Let's hope that the air gets a little bit cooler during the day so that it's not so warm. <laughs> right, right, definitely, definitely. Well, we appreciate you having us out here. Um, like I said, when we came a month or a month and a half ago, um, we saw the winery from the road right in front, and it looks so unique. Um, yeah, very really unique building. I'd love Definitely. to talk to you about the architecture about it, but first off, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your role here at Alximia? Of course. Well, um, I've been working here for four years. Um, I, it used to be my weekend job. I used to work on the weekends at the tasting room, and um, I really enjoy it, you know. Every weekend or holiday that we would have here in Mexico, I would come and work in those particular days. And um, my profession, I'm a preschool teacher, mm-hmm. but um, I've always liked talking to people, right? And um, this March of this year, my boss came up to me and she's like, you know, um, we need someone to take care of the restaurant and that could also know how everything moves around the winery and that can be able to you know be there when we're not right so my my main focus right now it's more on the restaurant mm-hmm. but at the same time i'm always just checking everybody around right. checking that they're well um served that you know that they have what they need so my approach is more towards the client so Mm -hmm. client service Mm -hmm. and just checking that everything runs as the better best way possible right and when did the the winery uh, open up well um the construction of the building started at the end of 2008 this is actually our 10th year anniversary you can tell that um 10 years ago is when everything 
started, right? And the construction at, ended at the beginning of 2011. Mm-hmm. And open for tastings, we've been open for six years now. Great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I love the story about the fact that it took something like this to really take you out of retire you from your your career that has shows a lot of passion in your in your part and you know work loving where you work is 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 is, is great so i love that story and that definitely that we like to hear i like to hear those congratulations Thank so you. the uh, the people that are coming to oxemia um is it mostly americans is it mexican nationals is it a combination of both Yes, and well, most of our visitors are foreigners. Okay. So you could tell that about maybe 65% are from the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a 10 or a 15% could be from other places of the world because we do have foreigners from Australia, yes. England, and you know, I've had people from Germany and Ireland, Canada, Colombia. Just, yeah. Nice. And, no, Brazil. Adriana's from Colombia, sí. as you can may imagine. No, y a los colombianos les fascina el mariachi, las rancheras. We love Mexico. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, so, um, and then we have people that are from other states of Mexico that visit us. That could be, a, you know, like another... I would say another 10%. Mm-hmm. Um, the locals are, are visiting a lot more, mm-hmm. the valley, but um, most of our vis- visitors are from other, other parts yeah. right. of the world. Right, yeah. That's mm-hmm. wonderful. That's yeah, like it's really great. nice because you, you get to meet people from a lot of different places and you get to talk to a lot of different people that have been to a lot of different wineries, not only here in the Valley, but even up in um, California, mm-hmm. in the United States, or some other parts of the world. So it's really interesting to have that um, knowledge going back and forth with mm-hmm. different clients. Right. Have, you, have you seen a change in your four years, I believe you said you've been here? Have you seen a change in the... Uh, the clientele that is coming like over the last four years have you seen more americans or uh foreigners that aren't americans uh coming well throughout these four years i've seen there's been a growth like a big growth not only here at the winery but in the whole valley Mm -hmm. so um i would say that this past 10 years have been um, really good for the valley. The right. valley has grown a lot, mm-hmm. but just this past five years, mm-hmm. I think it's been like a big hit. Right. So there, you have a lot of people come in uh, to visit the Guadalupe Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, from I would say that it's mostly Americans. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, because since we're close. Yeah. They, yeah, we, they are close, and also um, it it was a bit of a difficulty a few years back because of all the problems, you know, in the border, and mm-hmm. people often think that it's the negative, it's not press. safe. Hmm. But we've actually um, when the road, I don't know if you remember when when the 
the road collapsed. Fell, collapsed. Yes, yes. That actually helped us in I'm the valley sure. a lot. I'm sure. It really did because um, because a lot of people that were thinking of going into Ensenada, they would just take the free road oh up to the valley, you know, and people that have never been here before. And as you mentioned, we are very close to the free road, so mm-hmm. yes. um, a lot of people would come in and they would just walk or, or take this road and be like, oh, we've never been here before. Like, yeah. <laughs> what is this about? Well, that's what happened to us. And, you know, I think when you're driving, the experience, ha- you're right, it has changed. And, uh, it, one of the ways it's changed is everything's labeled very nicely. And that is wonderful. And you see everybody, you, see, you, you get to see how many vineyards there are uh, here that, that it's just it's amazing. what is that number now how many vineyards are there i should say how many wineries are there over a hundred i would say yeah i would say over 160 probably yes wow. between the wineries that are you know already known and that um have been here for several years and the ones that are just starting I would say it's around 160 wineries. Yeah. Now, do you sell Alexemia in the United States? We do. Okay. We have um, uh, a person that sells her wine Mm -hmm. in in the States. She's uh, based in California, and she ships all over the U.S. So Mm -hmm. if, if our listeners wanted to buy your wines... Can they get it online anywhere? Or, or yeah. Oh, they can. Okay, they so can, can you walk us through that process? Well, they can get it online through the website that's based in, in the United States. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Okay. So yeah. our distributor in the United gotcha. States, yes. which is... Um, do you want me to yeah, tell yeah, you the page? Please. Okay, it's uh, www.lmawines.com. Great. You want to repeat that one more time? Of course. So it's um, www.lmawines.com. Perfect. And if you could only have one bottle of Alexemia, what would you, what would you buy? Oh no, let's not be that one. Oh is not. come on! Actually, no. Come on. We actually, yeah, no, one no. is, is no, too no. little. <laughs> I would say, how about this? Why? What are? What are the bad? Why, why don't you pick the t- the, the top? Wines that are a combination of the most popular, your most popular. You know, if 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 somebody only had time to really taste five wines or six wines, what would they be? What should they be? Okay. Well, I would really recommend our white, okay, and our rosé. Okay. But we have two types of whites. Okay. They're both great, but it really. Um, it really depends on what you're looking for. Okay. So, can I walk you? Is sure. it okay yes. if I walk you through sure. the, the wines that I yes. would yes. recommend? Okay. Please, please. So, we have Elios, which is 100% Grenache. Okay. I'm sorry. No, it's a 100% French Colombard. We actually just um, changed the grape. It used to be 100% Grenache. Now it's 100% French Colombard. It's a very interesting type of wine because it's very citrusy. Mm-hmm. And um, it's floral, but it gives you hints of um, 
green apple and mm. peaches mm. and sounds good like on a day like yeah, today right on, on a day like today on a hot day. perfect yes mm-hmm. and um, it has an acidity that you can feel it in your palate but it's not too overwhelming so it's really nice mm. and then we have our rosé that it's different from other rosés mm-hmm. because usually people think of a sweet rosé sometimes right so our rosé should a, be dry french our, french is very 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 dry <laughs> So our, our rosé is a semi-dry type of wine. It's a blend of French Colombard mm-hmm. and Zinfandel. Mm. So it also has that acidity and it has that tannins because mm. we, add, um, we add a percentage of the um, Zinfandel from the barrel. Mm. So to give it that extra um, acidity and that extra tannins mm. so that it's not as sweet rosé but it's more of a semi-dry rosé but it's also very fresh right right um and then the other white that we have is a hundred percent viognier and this viognier is aged four months in french oak Mm. right so we used to have this viognier the name of the wine is talisman okay what does that mean talisman is like a lucky charm okay okay so yes. then actually the name of our of our wines yes. have different meanings right okay all right and um so talisman is uh, 100% viognier mm-hmm. we used to have it without any barrel and it was a super popular wine because mm-hmm. it's super fresh it's crisp is citrusy and it's very floral super easy to drink right so um the owner and winemaker loves to explore and he loves to do experiments so he said you know what i'm just gonna put this in a barrel and see how it goes and that's what he did he just aged it four months and we have a really really nice um citrusy crisp wine but at the same time you get that buttery taste Mm -hmm. which is you know it's very subtle but you can still feel it, right? And and some people look for that, right? Yeah, so absolutely, it's really nice, and it's yep. still it's like lavender and it's floral and it's super nice, right? And so I would definitely recommend people to try those three wines, especially um, during summertime, because they're they're really really fresh and they're really really good to to have mm-hmm. just on a on a summer afternoon, yes. right? Okay. And when it comes to my red wines, or to the red wines here at the winery, I always ask people how do they like their wine, right? Because with wine, it it really depends on people's palate. So I have a very fruity wine that it's a young wine. It doesn't go through a barrel. Mm -hmm. And we didn't used to have fruity wines like at all because the winemaker doesn't really like it. Right. But people, some people usually look for uh, not a sweet red, but a fruity, fruity red, right? That's right. So it's it's a fruity on the notes. It's fruity on the palate. It's a Cap Merlot Symphondel. It's really easy to drink. Mm -hmm. And it's not like a port sweet right right it's just fruity and it has acidity and it's really nice to drink because of the cap that Mm -hmm. has tannins yes right and if people are looking for a fruity wine Mm -hmm. on the nose but Mm -hmm. want something a little bit older on the palate that it's not too overwhelming with tannins Mm -hmm. then i have libis 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 
who um, the name comes from the Greek. Okay. It was the Greek god of the wind. Okay. So Libis is a blend also of Petit Verdot, Symphondal, and Syrah. So it's very fruity on the nose. It's aged 12 months in French oak. But when you try it, it's, it sort of gives you like a velvet sensation to the palate, right? Oh. So you have that fruitiness, but at the same time you have that tannins and that um, powerful taste on your palate without overwhelming it, right. that you can still um, have another glass. And it, it sounds like it sounds like it's a very well balanced approach, is what I'm hearing from you. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I you know would would say that that's what it sounds like, which is nice because you're right. The major, a lot of consumers and customers really do look for sweeter wines. That's why a lot of people believe that rosé is a sweet wine because of the color because what they're really saying is I want a really sweet wine for the most part it's, it seems yes. like for the for the, the ones that aren't you know wine connoisseurs and there's a lot of those and there are a lot of people that are I, I'm not I'm one of them I, I, I enjoy wine but I can't speak to wine the way you speak to wine <laughs> I know you know when I taste something if I like it you know and I think a lot of consumers are that way you know, I have to say that your palate gets educated. Mm. I can tell you, when I first started working here at the winery, my first day, right? So I have to try the wines to know what I'm selling. Mm. And I tried the rosé. It was the first wine that I tried. And I've, oh, I've, I've drank wine before because my mom would love wine. So I know about wine since I was in a young age, you could say. 16, 17. Mm-hmm. And I was used to the sweet rosés, mm-hmm. right? So I come here and I taste this rosé. I'm like, what is this? Like, it's so dry. It's so, like, I don't know. And But you, you, get, you get accustomed to it. You That's learn right. how to um, find these different types of, of flavors mm-hmm. and of um, the structure of the wine. And... In my case, I just ended up loving it. You know, every every single process of the wine making is what I've really enjoyed in in this job, and it's something that I try to um, transmit to my clients. Mm. Right. So I try to make their experience unique mm-hmm. you know um, we're in a unique building where the oh, atmosphere of this of this area is amazing yeah tell, tell us let's describe the building because when I when we were driving by it's like it, it there's nothing else like it it seems like very almost a dome like dome look like to it. very futuristic artistic, mm-hmm. futuristic yes like like a spaceship may have landed in the yes. middle of the vineyard exactly so explain this to us yes so you can i mean you can say this looks like a spaceship or it <laughs> looks like a you know like um like a church people have said oh, yeah. i've i've had people tell me that it looks like the jfk airport also oh, uh-huh. um so yeah, so the structure of the building, um, it's completely designed to be eco-friendly. All right. Oh, eco-friendly. Eco-friendly. Oh. Eco-friendly. Okay. Yes. Um, 
In order to describe you the, the building, I would like to describe you the, the name of the winery and, and everything. Please. Itself. So the name of the winery, as you mentioned before, is Alximia. Alximia is a Latin word that means alchemy. It's what? A lat Latin. Yes. Yeah. Latin but word. It means what? Alchemy. Oh, alchemy. Alchemy. Yes. 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 So nice. it, it makes a reference oh. to the alchemists who are those middle-aged scientists that want to transform the elements into gold, right? Love it. Great. And this is a family business. So it's, um, it's owned by scientists. Don Manuel Álvarez, he is a physicist, a mathematician, astronomer, and um, his wife, Estelita, is an elementary school teacher, and they have three sons, right? So the youngest is a biochemist, and then the one in the middle, it's, you know, the winemaker and the owner mostly the one that's in the winery and taking care of everything it's it's alvaro alvaro who, alvaro, alvaro alvarez he's a he's a physicist a mathematician mm -hmm. and he's a winemaker oh. mm -hmm. and that comes in handy yes <laughs> and then we have as we say in a very jokingly way we have the black sheep of the family who's the older brother manolo he's amazing he's an amazing guy um He just has an MBA from Stanford. So. That's it? Yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, yeah. He's not a scientist, so wow. he's the black sheep of yeah. the family. Yeah. But he's yeah, we just a step up his and game. Is he, and what does he do? Does he have like an artistic, um, does he just, uh, you know, does the whole, who came up with the, how did, yeah, how did that come about? Yeah. The so the building, um, Don Manuel worked at the observatory at San Pedro Martir, which is south of Ensenada. So, the building has sort of that um, characteristic that looks like an observatory, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And, but the reason for the dome shape of the building, it's because we collect the water. Water is a very big problem. Oh, I was just I mean, saying that on the way here, I'm like... California, yeah. and us, we have yes. a lot of problem with yes, water. that's correct. And here in the valley, like yeah. in the Guadalupe Valley, mm -hmm. it's even worse. Because right. there's, I don't know if you know, but there's um, four different types of, four different valleys here in the region. Oh. And um, there's the Guadalupe Valley, mm -hmm. and then there's Ojos Negros, which is east of Ensenada. Okay. And they, not everybody that harvests or that has vines make wine. Most right. of them, they have their vines, yeah. they sell their grapes. They sell it, correct, yes. Right. Yes. So we have um, Ojos Negros, which is east, and then we have Santo Tomas and San Vicente, which is south of Ensenada. So those four valleys, okay. right? And here in the Guadalupe Valley is where we have more trouble with water. Now, the other three valleys have more water than we do. So the reason that we the building is designed like this is because we collect water from the breeze or the rain. Mm. Oh, yes. So you collect it? Yeah, so um, it's around the, the building. You can see that there's tubes. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. So there's tubes where uh -huh. the water it falls from the roof and then it's collected in tanks that are about 10,000 liters each. That's great. Yeah. So if you um, 
look over there where the restaurant is, you can see this this tube right here is directly connected to the tanks that where we collect water. And then what we do with that water is that we reuse it for any cleaning necessary here at the winery or irrigation. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's wonderful. Another benefit that we have is that since it's a round design, the air that comes through the coast is really cool and fresh air, so it circulates around the winery and we don't use any AC. Right. And then the main reason for it being designed by levels is because we use gravity. So we try to avoid pumps as much as we can by using gravity to transport both the juice and the grapes from the top floor to our fermentation tanks right. that are on the main floor here at the winery. And then we transport via gravity also our, our wine from the tanks to our barrels or underground. Oh, wow. Yeah. So nice. it's, it's, everything is designed to take advantage of everything that nature gives us, right? Mm -hmm. And like I said, the name of our wines represent the elements. So we have aqua, which is water, and then we have uh, Levis, who was the Greek god of wind. We have Senda, which is soil or path, mm -hmm. and Pita, who is a Greek goddess of fire. Oh, that's great. So it's, it's a very interesting place. It's very... It, the people that um, decided to take on this project are very interesting people and the atmosphere of everything it's it's really nice as well what was that defining moment that that uh senor alvarez said i'm going to start a winery what, what was it that made him do that well you know he was already making beer i believe just as a mm -hmm. hobby right okay. and then well he likes both beer and wine and he mm -hmm. said well let's let's see let's see what happens and he started making that and then they had this land, and he said, well, you know, what if? He talked to all of his family members, and he told them what his idea was, and yeah. I love Look it. at us. I, I love yeah. that. I love, I love that story. I think it's, you know, something that is very inspirational. I know I, I talk about that on, on um, some of our podcasts, but... Um, yeah, no, we're so happy. I'm so happy. As we were driving in, I, I, I said to my husband and, and our kids, I said, this is going to be a wedding destination for the next 20 years or longer. I'm like, this is it right here. We're starting to see it, you know, yeah. and, and, it, and it's, or not even wedding, any corporate events, uh, bachelorette parties, weddings, birthdays, take your mom away I mean at the end of the day it takes us from here to our house in La Mesa I it's would maybe say maybe 90 to 100 miles it's not far at all can't believe that. Um, and the drive south is easy there's never any traffic or hardly ever any traffic crossing the border south mm -hmm. coming down um, and if you're lucky enough to have a century pass getting back to the US is fairly easy as well um, you can check out a lot of different images um, of the winery at alximia.com, Aleximia. Also on their social media, Facebook and Instagram at alximia.com. You can also follow us at Tales from Baja and on our website at Tales from Baja. And you can 
listen to some of our previous podcasts as well there. This podcast, as I was talking to Stephanie over the past month, is really just all about introducing people to the people and places of Baja. So I feel lucky to have met you, and um, mm-hmm. we yes. really appreciate you being on the podcast. No, thank you. Thank you very much for um, wanting to be here with us. And I mean, I, I know you guys have things to do, but it's great <laughs> having you here. I hope you enjoy every single part of it. I When you mentioned um, that I something changed my career. Yes. I mean, I love education. Yes. I, I love education, but it's it's a very difficult thing to renew, to innovate, to change. Right. And I'm that sort of person that likes to innovate and to, you know, mm-hmm. just make th- make something that's going to make people happy. Yes. Right. And when they offered me this position, I, I couldn't say no because mm-hmm. I could innovate and I could make things better and then if you look at my office <laughs> right you know it's like and you still have and, and, and now you still have children they're just called employees <laughs> clients yes, yes and clients. Clients, some of them too but you know um, right now I'm doing this really nice project that is about pairing tastings mm-hmm. right so it's um, it's something that I've been wanting to do for a while Yes. And now that I got the chance to be here full time, I, I talked to my boss and I said, you know, let's do some, let's do some pairing tastings because there's no other place here at the valley that you can actually do pairings with the wine, mm-hmm. right? So I started in March with that project and it's been going really well. People love cool. it. People, people that I've had people that have told me, you know what? I think that wine and food just don't mix. I can eat my food and then have a glass of wine. But just together, they just, to me, they just don't go. People say that? People, yeah. Oh this, gosh, this, I had this, I had this, I had this group, they were celebrating two birthdays, right? And one of the birthday person that was celebrating his birthday, he told me this. I was like, okay, you know, I'm not going to make you do it if you don't want to. I understand. But you should definitely try it. Just, just try it, right? And so he did. He tried it. And he loved it. He loved every single part of it. And then we got, when we got to the dessert part, which is my, my favorite, honestly, yes. because I... So the dessert is a chocolate brownie with mint ice cream. Mm. And I'm pairing it with a red wine. Oh, it's cool. my That's premium nice. wine, and it's not a sweet wine. My premium is magma. It's an 80% Carignan, 20% Grenache. It's aged 15 months in French oak. And the characteristics of this wine are completely different to the characteristics of the dessert, right? So I have, um, I have pairings by affinity, and I have pairings by contrast. And we just we play with the textures, we play with flavors. This um, this pairing with the dessert and the wine, pe- people just love it mm-hmm. because they can't actually believe that this dessert goes so well with wine. Mm-hmm. Right? And I just that is a, from a little bit more of a personal approach, right? Mm-hmm. For people that that want to know more about the winery and the wine process. 
and I tell them about just everything that they need to know about the wine process from the vine to the bottle. You know, and that actually brings me to uh, one of our points that we had. Do you uh, do groups, if you're a big group, let's say you're here for, you know, a bridal party or, you know, if you, if you have a, a group that's bigger than six people, do you recommend making reservations ahead of time or can, you, or can anybody walk in? Well, here anybody can walk in, right? Um, it is better to have a reservation just because um, people already expect you. And when you're expected, then, you know, you tend to have a little bit more of a personal approach. It's not like it. as personal, but it is a little bit more because then we know who's coming. We know what is it that they want to do, if they want to do tasting, if they want to do a tasting and a tour, which they can do. The, the tour comes included in the tasting, right? But we also have a restaurant, so yes. we can know if people want to do the tasting and sit down or if they want to, you know, do the tasting and the tour and then eat. So it is good to know what people want to do when they come and visit us, of course. Reservations are perfect if, if you want um, something a little bit more established. If you just want to pop in and see what's up and check it out, you're welcome as well. And so, I will say this, either way, whether you make a reservation or just show up, what we've experienced is you're going to be no more than five or six steps inside the winery with having someone from Alexemia with yes. a smile on their face welcoming you. Yes, so, of course. Yeah, so thank you for having us. Um, again, thank it's alexemia.com, A-L-X-I-M-I-A.com, and the social media is the same at Alexemia. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, guys. I hope you enjoyed this place. We Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Voz de la guitarra mía Al despertar la mañana Quiere cantar su alegría A mi tierra 